Blog Talk Radio. to Spirit Sessions with Drew and Shelley. These collaborative real talk sessions with psychic mediums Drew Callie and Shelley Wilson are dedicated to individuals interested in all things spiritual. Topics may include spiritual perspectives, raising individual and collective awareness, elevating our consciousness, spirituality on a day-to-day basis, connections with the spirit world, and personal experiences as a psychic medium and healer. We will be talking the first portion of the show, and then in the latter portion, we will be taking your calls, and we invite you to participate in topic discussion or call in for live readings. We'll kind of see how this show goes. Psychic medium and healer Drew Kelly recognizes that honor, integrity, and compassion are a must when working with spirit. Ultimately, it is his intention to assist people with opening their hearts and minds in order to realize their full potential of healing, learning, loving, and living in the here and now. Drew offers private and group sessions as well as workshops to assist others in enhancing and exploring their own gifts. Drew's website is drewcally.com, and you can find him on Facebook. The URL is Psychic Medium Drew Kelly. I am an intuitive medium, Reiki master, and spiritual growth coach, and I would love to assist you on your spiritual journey. I offer private readings, intuitive coaching, Reiki sessions, and teach workshops. I'm the author of 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, and Journey into Consciousness. My website is ShellyRWilson.com, and my Facebook page is Shelly Wilson. The URL is Intuitive Medium Shelly. would love to welcome you all to the show. As I said, the call-in number is 347-308-8250, and you can click on the telephone icon to call in via Skype. As I said, we'll be taking your calls in the latter portion of the show. So welcome, and hello, Drew. Hey, Shelly. How are you? I'm doing great. Nice. Yes. So here we are again. Two weeks ago, we were getting ready to do our event in Oklahoma City. You came to Oklahoma, and hmm, what an experience that was, right? Yeah, I thought it was awesome. I had a great time. You know, I think um, the fact that, you know, an event was canceled one night um, gave us a really good opportunity to have a really good conversation. Um, You know, and it was just, it was a really good weekend. I got to tell you, one thing about Oklahoma I love is the people. It was, you know, coming from New York and New Jersey, it's like, you know, people are just busy, quick. It's like if you go to the store and you ask for, if you pick up a bottle of water or soda, and you go in, it's like, all right, here you go, thank you, bye. But, like, people were just so friendly, and and the fair itself was just set up so well. And I had never done a spirit fair before, so I really appreciate you inviting me out um, and us doing, you know, a presentation and a demonstration together for the first time in person. It was mm-hmm. really beautiful, you know. And it's, yeah. it's, the funny thing is, goes so fast, doesn't it? Yeah, it it does. And, you know, like I said, it's been like two weeks ago um, we were talking about this and you were preparing to fly out and and then joined me. You were in Oklahoma City. And and just to give the listeners, I know we talked about this a lot, but we were going to do an event Friday night 
and then work the Spirit Fair Saturday and Sunday. And, and literally in the, in the 11th hour, as I like to say, I got a phone call where we were unable to do the event. And I, I know that you walked in right as I was taking the call, and I guess I probably had this look of shock on my face, and then I just succumbed because I, I, I just couldn't deal with what I was hearing. So you took charge, and, you know, we went through it, and as you indicated, we, we did see the blessings within the challenges and just had a nice evening conversation and got ready to, to work the next day. And we did have a very busy weekend, lots of lives were touched, and, you know, it was great having that opportunity, as you mentioned, to, to work together for the first time in person, and it just felt really good. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was interesting, just so the listeners know, like when I, I knocked on the door, it was like 3.40, and we were going to get over to the event by 4 to set up and just get ready. And uh, you had this look on your face, and I was just looking at you, and I either some, either, you know, someone in your family had an accident, like it was this look and the energy when it walked in was like almost like palpable, and I was like, oh. And then I'm like, you want me to leave? And you kind of put your hand up, and then you were like, well, wait a minute. And as you were talking, right away, I kind of looked at you. I'm like, I'm going to go change. <laughs> I just knew I just knew something happened with the event just by the look and the tone of the conversation. I didn't even know who you were speaking to at that point. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to say exactly why it was canceled, um, what I will say is that it was completely out of our control, and yes, it was a really exactly. good lesson learned to really check with all partners of a place to make sure they're okay with mediumship. Um, you know, and, and it was unfortunate, but to be honest with you, um, I really enjoyed our conversation that night. We, um, you know, were able to kind of bond in person and and chat and and really and the beautiful thing too for me was I had never done a spirit fair before. I was. You know, it just was something that hadn't come up in the last couple of years since I've been doing this. It kind of, um, you know, it started with me doing groups kind of by accident and, you know, people referring a few people to me. It kind of started like that. And for to come out there um, and, you know, I felt like you would – you felt like you disappointed me at one point, and we talked about it. But it was interesting because the you gave me like a behind the – curtains look at a fair before I even got there and I mean just so the listeners know like if it was up to me I would have had a like a table with like a chair <laughs> and like Shelly helped with like everything from like a frame picture with the prices and all this stuff that like you know I just I'm just not good with details like that and it was just so it made it so much more um enjoyable because I could really focus on the people and the readings and stuff like that. So I really thank you very much. I mean, it really oh, absolutely. meant a lot yeah. to me. And I know, it, you know, while it was going on, it was kind of like, you know, I just you you were just kind of setting up for both of us almost. So that's it just right. made and my life so much easier. And that's what I told so you. I just easier. did for you what I would do for myself. And, you know, I, I definitely recognize that you had not done one before, and I was doing and saying to you what I could to prepare you, but in the same sense, until you were immersed in it, we did circle that morning and, you know, then set the stage for the day. It was Easter weekend, and, you know, it was a busy weekend, but I know, do know that it being the holiday and also being beautiful weather outside that a lot of people were taking advantage of being outdoors. But it was just a nice 
um, experience. You know, I always love doing Cindy and Tammy's spirit fairs because there it, it is a community, and the intention is, and I got chills, so this is important. The intention is one of sharing the light, being the light, being a community, providing support. And you know, a lot of people just like to know and be acknowledged. And you know, some may want to get a rating, but sometimes they just want to be seen. They want to come to the presentation. And you know, it, it was to me, I, I loved having the opportunity to work with you, Drew, because, you know, we do it on on the show, but but this was a way where we could just, you know, connect and, you know, we talked several times and, and we, we joked about it too because we're like, now what are we going to do? How's it going to go? And I said, <laughs> let's just see what unfolds. And so, you know, it was nice just being in that space and, and I always just love being that channel for spirit and, and whatever I'm guided to say, I say it. And I don't go into fear mode of uh, am I going to hurt somebody's feelings? Am I going to say it wrong? I, I trust that whatever comes through me, I it's it's worth being heard. Yeah, no, it's beautifully said. You know, I think um, for me it was, and I always prepare people. I'm like, look, I'm pretty blunt, I'm direct, I give it as I get it. Um, but to be able to to work with you and, and the fact that our styles are um, different, you know, not only in delivery but in just the way that we work and the way we connect with spirit, um, it, it really just flowed, and it was really mm-hmm. fun. I mean, that hour that we did the presentation and the demonstration went so quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I almost wanted, like, another hour, you know. Like, exactly. Whenever I get into that flow, yeah. I don't want it to stop. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I, I kind think... of questioned, I was like, well, I don't know that I want to do 10 to 15 readings because I want to be 100% for everybody and whatnot. But when people are coming for 10, 15, or 20-minute readings, the flow just keeps going, and it's one after another. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got plenty of time to take breaks and things like that. So it just was such a, so much energy. Um, I was sad when it was over. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what happens too, you know, because you're in that vibration, you know, consistently for those hours and then you, you know, you leave that space. And it is, you know, for those people who have never, you know, been in that environment, even just coming as an attendee, you can definitely feel um, that high vibration coming through and spirit coming through. And, you know, the thing is too, going back to working together, you know, I, I had full faith and confidence it, it would work. The thing is, is sometimes we get in our heads and, and start comparing how we work, our style or personality or anything like that, and, and we want to make sure, oh, you know, I hope they'll like how I work or I hope this will be fine or work together. And, and I think the more that we, and I feel like this is a message to apply to everything in our life, just be you. You know, don't get caught up on thinking you have to conform or be like someone else. Just be you, and and the more that you do that, the more your authenticity is going to flow, and it's going to feel good to everyone. Because if you try, or you're jealous or envious or anything like that, that's just heavy energy. I agree. I mean, I I really couldn't do it any other way. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of people, like I was talking to a friend this morning, and there's a lot of people that I know that want to emulate other people. Um, especially like let's say there's a famous medium who says something this way or they even act like that medium, especially in their early stages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the best mediumship, the best readers, the best people, the best connections or the best links with communicators from the other side is when people are really just doing it the way that it works for them the best. Right. I think it's, um, you know, there is no, I get too many people put it in a box. This is how it's supposed to be. Um, you know, particularly within certain communities of mediumship and whatnot. Um, And I do understand that there's maybe certain ethics on what not to do. But Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you really can't – 
yeah, I couldn't change the way that I receive information if I wanted to. Like, I can't, you know, I, I hear all sorts of funny stuff like people will meditate and start rubbing their third eye like it's going to open up or something. You know, like, I, to me, it's, it's bizarre. It's like it's, it's, everything's already opened and, and waiting for you to just accept it as it is. Um, and I think, you know, when people try to emulate someone else, try to be like someone else or whatever, they're not allowing themselves to be themselves, like you said, be you. Mm-hmm. Um it, it, it disrupts the connection um, because you're trying. And for me, when it works and you're connected, it's effortless. It just comes. You know, I, I, I don't know. And the way that it worked for me, the way that it came on, and even though that I had some run-ins with disability, you know, from when I was younger and then also in my 20s, but I really didn't know to the extent that it was available or there. Um, I, I, I don't know. I didn't have. To, I didn't feel like I needed to to take 10 years of classes to kind of learn how to be a medium. I almost wanted to go so that I knew how to shut it off and turn it on and mm-hmm. that kind of thing or to understand it better. But mm-hmm. I do think um, there's something to be said. And I did feel very comfortable working with you where we were just, um, you know, you went and I would go and it, we just kind of went back and forth and it flowed really well. And the people were great. And the people yeah. were really receptive. Um, you know, there were no arms folded and sour faces and, you know, kind of like, uh, and even if someone was skeptical, which is perfectly welcome for me, there were no um, cynics or bad attitudes. It was just such a really, really good energy. Yes. And, you know, I think that, you know, part of the thing too is, you know, people are curious and, and they may even be skeptical or things like that. But I think that, you know, even allowing themselves to be in a space, to come to the spirit fair, come to the presentation, whatever, to me, that's an eagerness, a willingness and, you know, it's not good or bad if, if they don't, um, you know, sometimes you've got to have a lot of proof. And, and I'm just going to share a brief story, but I was in Omaha over the weekend, and I did a reading. It was my second reading on Sunday, and it was a tough read. Oh, my gosh. I was really staying in that space of grace with um, what was coming through, and I was being very um, strong with, you know, this is what I'm picking up. This is how I'm getting. I got names. I got dates. I got information. And, you know, she she wanted more and more and more. And, you know, I was giving her what I could. And, and, you know, she thanked me and everything. But she came by later and she's like, you know, you're you're the first person that I've had readings for that I, I really felt was valid because I feel like, you know, other people may be searching for information or whatever. And, I and you know, I didn't let what she was saying or doing or actions, anything affect me. I just, you know, stayed in that power shall we say, and, you know, it it was challenging at times. I'm not going to um, not acknowledge that, but the point is, you know, I I said, you know, I can just give what I get. I can just give how it comes through and how I perceive it, and I just have to trust that that what comes is is perfect, and, you know, so thank you for this opportunity and let it go. Sure. I mean, I think, you know, for some people, um, maybe they receive the same type of information um, each session, but I, I don't know. That's just not how it always works for me. It goes based. It's predicated on the need, and um, I've had very similar situations. I totally can identify with what you're talking about. Where people will come in, and for one person, for let's say somebody comes in, I'll get everything but the name. I'll say, you know, I feel like I have your dad here. I feel like there was heart issue. Blah blah blah, um, and they're just so impressed. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, 
you know, if for someone else, they would have been jumping out of their skin right. just by the mere mention that I, I, I feel like your father's presence is here right now. You know, um, and then other people, they need the name. Um, you know, I always tell that story. I was in this group in New Jersey, and, you know, there was the one guy who was drinking too much, and this is why I don't like alcohol when, uh, at events like this. Um, and, like, you know, pretty much, like, five or six things or whatever came through. They were dead on. And... You know, it's like, no, nah, it can't be. And then he'll ask me a question, like, was he bald? You know? And it's like, so basically everything else, is, so if I told you right off the bat, I have a bald man here, it would have been fine. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's odd. It's just uh-huh. odd. And, and some people, you know, even with the name or, um, you know, and the name Date or anything, comes. yeah. Some of the yeah. best information comes without a name. And then sometimes at the very end, a name will come. Or sometimes when I get a name right away, they give me such concise information because they're kind of popping in and out or, or whatever the case is. Um, but I, I do find it interesting. I mean, for, and for some people, the the evidence isn't really what they're looking for. They're looking for maybe the presence, the feeling. Right, um, right. Or, or, or whatever. And then, you know, you never really know, too, because I know this happens to every person that reads out there where someone kind of walks out and you're really not sure that you can't gauge their reaction, which is okay, um, and they leave. And then you get this beautiful email like, oh, my God, and it's like you would never know. You would never know. They were just stoic the whole time. And maybe that's how they wanted to be. They didn't want to give anything away, which is fine. You know, I do find it interesting because it's it's definitely different for everybody. I mean, once in a while I get something really odd, like, I don't know, a frog. I'll just want to say frog. And they're like, oh, that's what I told her to say if I came. You know? Um, and it's so funny. I mean, everything yeah. else goes out the window, but frog works. And, and it's yeah. bizarre because when you get that weird piece of evidence, I'll be trying to interpret it. And, and then I'm like, you know, I'm just going to say it. And I'll say it. Yeah. It'll make sense. Exactly. Um, and, and then other people will come and be like, you know, you give them all this evidence. And then they were waiting for the code word that never came. Right. Or they'll ask a question, can you ask her this? I had one woman, I'll never forget, came in and I had said, both of your parents are here. And she didn't tell me anything before. And we're talking and I'm getting this information. And she's like, I want to know one thing. Where is my, ne-? it was like a necklace or some piece of jewelry. I can't find it. I want them to tell me where it is. And I was like, I don't think I can help you. You know, and it was like 20 minutes into the reading. She was just so unimpressed. All she wanted to know is where her item was. Mm-hmm. And she needed her parents to help her. So, you know, it, it is strange, and, and I I feel like the same way as you do. I give it as I get it, and, you know, I have to trust in that. I have to trust in that divine intelligence, um, and I have to cooperate with that. I can't go pull information through the ether just because somebody wants it. If it's available to me and there's a way for them to get it to me and it's going to help that person, it will come. But, you know, if it's beyond expectations or beyond or if it's a demand, sometimes I don't feel like it comes. Interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. And, you know, the thing, too, as we know from doing this work, is it is all about trusting, trusting the information that comes through, trusting, you know, that we, we just convey and give what we get, and, you know, and, and trusting and always seeing blessings within challenges, you know, both personally speaking and professionally speaking. And I, I know that we talked a little bit before the show and even talking about you know, relationships, a support network, and, you know, how important it is to have those people in your life, you know, not only you if you do this work or not do this work, but period, just, just having people that um, are there for you because, you know, sometimes people feel, 
you know, like they need to keep everything to themselves or they feel like, you know, they've got to be strong. And, you know, it's just so important. And I, I guess the main word I want to just say is, you know, that support network that we all have. Yeah, well, I think, you know, ever since doing this, I mean, everything's changed for me. My The dynamics of my relationships with people, my perceptions, my beliefs continuously evolve, which I think is really healthy. Um, <clears throat> you know, and I think when it comes to people, I had, I was, um, I was one of those people, I think, for a, the better part of my life that I kind of was seeking approval or needed, uh, kind of like a people pleaser. Like I really, I wanted to do it because I wanted to make other people happy. I wanted to kind of do the right thing or I wanted, I needed somebody's stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, that, that saying, like little sayings, like no is a complete sentence. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, and the funny thing is because it resonates with me, I can pick that up in people right away. Right. Um, but I, I think that really changed the game with my, my relationships. Like all of a sudden I wasn't available for everyone else's stuff and I was more in tune with my health, with my happiness. Um, and it wasn't so much selfish as it was self-caring. Right. And I think there's a big difference there. I mean, maybe not at first. Maybe at first I did have to be selfish somewhat in order to kind of change the tide of it um, because it, it took some effort. It took a lot of effort. And I, I do feel um, there were a lot of people that I thought would stick around and over a period of time, whether it's their fear of having a, an awkward conversation or thinking that I'm reading their mind or whatever, um, you know, it's just people, people tended to fade. And the people that are in my life now and that are around me now may be smaller in volume but much greater in impact and much greater in support. Um, and and I'm, I'm very grateful for that because I'm, I'm much more selective with who I allow in. I may not be consciously doing that, like I'm not sitting there quizzing them in my mind, but like even if I get a slight awkward feeling with someone, I kind of will back off a little bit and be like, what, what does this person want from me? Because as a psychic and as a medium, um, you know, sometimes I feel like people, they may not say, would you tune in for me, but they'll be calling for more like guidance or advice. And I can't have a friendship that's constantly like that. Right. You know, I used to talk to my friend Lucia Reed all the time and we, we would just end up, you know, kind of BSing for, for, you know, hours sometimes. And, I really, really got to know her, and I really allowed her to get to know me. It was a beautiful thing. Um, and she used to tell me, you know, she used to say small things. Like, I wouldn't even notice it, but she would be like, you know, Drew, I just really appreciate that you're not calling me all the time. Hey, can you pull cards? Hey, can you read me? <laughs> now, this isn't to say that I don't do this with some of my friends now or that it doesn't happen to me or that, I, like, yesterday I was talking to somebody and I just started getting something, and I was like, do you mind? And, you know, she was like, no. Um, but that's my honor and my pleasure to do that when it just happens. But when someone calls and kind of, just kind of sucking that that energy constantly, you really feel that. So I guess, you know, having people that support not just me as a medium, just me as a human being in being happy really made me realize who really wants me happy and who really wants me to make them happy. Right. I, I totally agree with that. You know, there's a big difference. There's a real big difference, you know, and, and it changed my perception and my behaviors towards other people. Because I think there's a lot of people that, you know, I have to do my own ego check sometimes and be like, wait a minute, you know, is this a one-way street that I'm expecting this from that person? And even like doing this work, and, and I, I don't mean to just make this about meetings, but just people in general. Even when I 
um, you know, I own a completely different business that has to do with finance. And it's kind of like, you know, there's a business type of relationship where it's usually a two-way street or it doesn't work. You know, right. and the personal relationship, like I may really like somebody, I know they have a good heart, but there may not be, um, we, we may not be compatible, whether it's the stages of our lives that we're in, whether it's, you know, I'm divorced and, and single now, and maybe they're married and have kids and they have all these family obligations. So there's just, it's not a, not a lot of time to blend. I mean, there's so many different reasons, um, but it, it made me start looking at um, my relationships with people and, and my awareness is the total key to kind of, you know, at least sparking that light bulb off and going, hmm, if I, if I don't call this person, will they actually, will they call me? Right. And I've found over the last four, <laughs> five, six years that more often than not, I wasn't, I was the one who was reaching out to people consistently and they were used to that. So when I didn't, I would literally get calls from, you know, high school friends and be like, yo, where you been? Yeah. And you haven't called me in so long. And I'm like, I, I didn't say it, but I felt like being like, well, you can pick up the phone. Right, exactly. You know? um, and it's not like I sat there testing this, but it's my experience kind of looking back, that's what it kind of feels like. It's like if I wasn't constantly reaching out um, for that original approval or whatever else I was seeking, and I kind of looked at the friendship and go, okay, well, you know, if it's supposed to be, it will. And true friendship does not disintegrate because you don't talk for a couple of months. My right. my true friends, when I don't speak to them for months and months and months, sometimes even more than that, sometimes a year or two, when I reconnect with them, it's like we never we just pick up where we left off. And that's right. and that's so important I think in this day and age to have real people, real friends, with all the social media out there, um, with all this other stuff out there. Um, you know, I mean if you drive by a bus stop, people are looking down at their phones. Right. How many people can sit down with somebody without an electronic device in front of them and have an honest, heart-to-heart conversation without getting something from somebody? Um, and I have a good handful, maybe two handfuls of people that I can do that with. And for that, I feel really blessed. Yes, and, you know, I'm just listening, and, and, you know, a lot of what you are saying resonates with me and is my own experience as well. And, you know, what we have to acknowledge, too, that as we continue to change and grow, evolve, our relationships will too. And, you know, the point is too, the more that, you know, we take time for ourselves, honor ourselves, love ourselves, and I, I do recognize the importance of self love, that, you know, honest, open, authentic communication is essential. And, you know, sometimes and you know, I, I just have to go back to, to the weekend, you know, I I was uh I melted, you know, that was the best way to see it and, and you were you know, taking charge and, and said, Shelly, you know, you need to send emails, you need to do this. And, and I couldn't even function. I said, I just need to cry because I, I was feeling, you know, that, you know, and I don't want to say that it was my fault, but I had inclinations from the beginning, you know, that it wasn't going to be okay. And, you know, I, I kept questioning, kept questioning it. And, and one of the readers joked with me on Saturday, she's like, I really wanted to put it on your Facebook page. Didn't you see this coming? And I laughed. I said, you know, actually I did. I just didn't see that it would come down in the 11th hour right when I was leaving. And, you know, so I, I just know a lot of emotions were coming up. And, you know, thankfully you just let me do my thing. And I'm like, you know, I'm normally not like this. Trust me, I usually keep my stuff together. But, um, you know, the point was it's okay. Just be, just, you know, do what you need to do. Now let's just quit talking about it. Let's move forward. It's over. It's done with. Let it go. Period. So. Well, yeah, and I think I think it's important that we feel whatever we're feeling. 
You know, yeah. like I think if, if we try to glaze over stuff and go, no, no, okay, I'm just going to do some positive thinking here. Everything's going to be fine. Um, I, I think you have to kind of go through whatever roller coaster you're going through. And you had put a lot of prep into it. You had put a lot of energy into it. And, um, you know, we had high hopes for the evening and, and things were yeah. working out. And we were, we were about to leave, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that was it. I said I was so, spraying my hair with hairspray. Uh, the phone rang. You're knocking on the door. And, and all I had left to do was put on my jewelry. And I was done. And it was like, whoa. And, you know, I think I think what was so crazy was, you know, the initial reason they gave me. And I was like, I need you to tell me the truth because this ain't right. We've, we've already been up there twice. So, you know, just tell me what's really going on here. And, you know, as, as I've talked about before, I do honor, you know, and trust that things happen for a reason, you know, that, you know, we recognize that, well, if we would have been working, we would have had to work and we wouldn't have had time to chat or have a meal or anything like that. So I have to trust that God's spirit universe is saying, no, you need, there was a lesson in this, a lesson in trusting your instinct, a lesson in trusting that things always work out how they're supposed to. And, and you know, and here, here's here's your reward. And, and the funny thing was, um, I'm just going to go ahead and share this too, Drew, but, you know, we, we were talking, we got caught up, and then our meal never came, never came. And then they said, well, we gave it, we don't know what happened, and then they brought it again, and then they ended up not charging for the meals. So <laughs> we didn't even pay attention. You know, thankfully, you had ordered appetizers, so we got to enjoy that, but, it was like it didn't even matter, and, and then spirit saying, here, for your time and energy investment, you know, you you don't have to pay for this portion. So that was so. a sweet synchronicity. I know, and we just said thank you. all of a sudden, they're like, well, it's on us, and it wasn't cheap. It was a nice steak. I was like, Yeah, great. and we're like, thank you. <laughs> so. That was funny. And it was kind of like, you know, you could just feel the presence there. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I think, you know, beautiful. I think having anything set up and fall through you know, it depends. For me, sometimes I'm better when things are at their worst. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I mean, maybe it's from the military. I really don't know why. But sometimes when things are at their worst, I can be at my best. But there's also a caveat to that because it's always easier when it's – and it wasn't like it wasn't happening to me, but you really put the blood, sweat, and tears into the event and coordinated it and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I was basically – flying out and showing up. I mean, I really, because of where I'm located, it was next to impossible for me to help advertise and things like that. So coming out, um, you know, so maybe that's why it was much easier on me, whereas if if you had come here and the roles were reversed, I might have the same reaction as you. I can't say that I wouldn't. Right. You know, and I think, um, and, and, I think the initial reaction, just being a, a sensitive, and I was getting ready to get in that energy, you know, your mind immediately goes to, well, what are people going to think? Are they going to think we canceled on them or this and that? And it's like, you know, as a medium, it, it's no matter how much I try to get around me worrying about what other people are thinking or feeling, I can't. Right. <laughs> because it goes with the territory. It's It's just the way I'm wired. So as long as I'm aware of it, I can hopefully catch myself so my reactivity level isn't through the roof. Um, but I have to have good people that support me that are around that I can communicate with and be like, hey, you know, what's, and they'll know me enough to kind of put things in perspective. And sometimes we need to hear it from someone else. You know, sometimes we need that other person there um, for just that quick minute to kind of put things in perspective and be like, okay. You know, yeah, I think you handled it pretty well. And it ended up yeah. being great because I felt like we had so much more energy for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, for sure, because it, it was going to be a long night. And, you know, the thing, too, I had already... Day. 
told you, yeah, and I told you how I would have reacted had you not been there, that if it was my own thing, that I would have gone there, you know, met who I could, apologized profusely, did what I could to make it up to them because I felt like it was my, you know, obligation, that kind of thing. And, and you were like, you know, you didn't do it. It was beyond your control. Let it go. So my lesson was, okay, this is how you know, you can choose to react when things happen beyond your control. You don't have to, you know, try and get your energy all caught up and invested in it when it wasn't um, anything that you did. So yeah, absolutely. Th- that was a good lesson for me, for sure. <laughs> I remember yeah. hitting the face walking in. You're just looking <laughs> at me like, I was like, what happened? What happened? I know, yeah. And, and literally, 11th hour, I mean, we were literally leaving to to go there. So, ah, what what a memory. But, yes, yeah, so we are going to start taking callers. But interestingly enough, um, my computer has stopped and restarted twice now. Unfortunately, I'm thanking Spirit that I still have this connection. So I'm, I'm bringing my computer up so I'll have the studio where we can actually take callers, but if anyone wants to call in, 347-308-8250, or click on the telephone icon to call in via Skype, and remember to press 1 if you want to talk to us. Otherwise, I'll just assume you're listening. So as soon as it's brought back up, we can start taking a few callers. Drew, I know you have some upcoming events, and you're going to be in, um, got a big one this weekend, too, so go ahead and tell the listeners about yeah, that. Yeah, so um, Pearl River, New York, on April 18th and 19th, Saturday and Sunday, I have a workshop from, at the Pearl River uh, Hilton Hotel from 10 to 3. And uh, it's it's just a workshop that has to do with everything psychic, mediumship, healing, meditation, but mainly on the psychic faculties. And then we play with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And I kind of just go with the flow and the groove of the, the group. Um, and I know, you know, most of the people that are coming, and it's it's just a really, it's going to be a really fun time. And then on Monday and Tuesday, I have appointments privately, which is great. And I love, you know, I love traveling somewhere, having three or four days in a row of, of just being in that energy. And also, you know, I'm doing something at my sister's house um, Sunday night with, like, a group of people where we're just going to have Good. fun and see if we could do some spirit communication. So, I, you know, people always ask me, like, well, what do you do for fun? And I'm like, I do what <laughs> I do. This this. what I do for yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as intense as it can be, it can be a beautiful thing, too. Um, of course. And then after that, I, I really, you know, we have our next show, which is what, April, is it April 29th? Yeah, April 29th. Mediums at Large are going to be joining mediums us. Mediums at Large. And, mm-hmm. and that is going to be advertising an event for Saratoga Springs at the Courtyard Marriott for um, a demonstration of mediumship for about two hours from 7 to 9. Um, we're going to do like a little raffle, give away maybe a healing or a free reading. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun, and it's a real high-energy group, and the ladies are wonderful. I went out there twice to uh, Massachusetts, and we just had a lot of fun. And, you know, it's hard to work. When you work with one other person, even if I love that person to death, um, you know, no pun intended, if, if I love that person, <laughs> I think um, – you know, it doesn't mean that you can work well together. You right. know, there's a certain chemistry that you can't practice, you can't, because I don't even know what the heck I'm going to get until I get it. So I, I think uh, it just it just worked, and they were fun to be around, fun to work with. Um, and I've met them repeatedly before at workshops um, in England, so it'll be a lot of fun. So if anyone's listening and you want to come out, just go to the website, um, or you can go to my Facebook page, 
DrewCalley.com is the website, or uh, Facebook, Psychic Medium Drew Cali, and you can check out the event. Or you can go to Mediums at Large uh, on Facebook, and they're just wonderful people. So I'm really looking forward to that. And to be honest with you, I'm really looking forward to not doing much in May, except for May 31st, um, I'm doing a, there's a Mediums Day, so I'm speaking and doing some demonstrations at the Vision of Light Spiritualist and Healing Church, or Church of Spiritualism and Healing um, in Heartland, Vermont, with uh, Bonnie, and that's going to be a lot of fun, too. I went up there with Lucia, who passed away recently uh, in March from pancreatic cancer, unfortunately, um, and she had we had done something uh, this past September together there, and um, I ran into Bonnie at the service, and she had asked if I would come up. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, you know, but other than that, in May, I'm honestly looking forward to taking some downtime and maybe <laughs> finishing the deck on my house and hanging out. Yeah, yeah, just relaxing. I think that's always, always important to do. And, you know, the the beautiful thing, too, is this is crazy. I just got another fatal error on my thing. I don't know what this is all about. Yeah, maybe we're not supposed to take calls. Yeah, right. maybe not. So we will just keep on talking. The uh, you know beautiful thing, too, when we allow ourselves that time to rest, rejuvenate, we're not only going to have more time for ourselves, but we're going to have more time for others and more time for our work and connecting with spirit and all of that. Well, I think, you know, for me, I mean, I moved last April. I came up here, looked at a place, I put an offer in, and in my mind I was like, you know what, I'm not going to get this. If I get it, I'm supposed to move. And they accepted the offer. I went home from Saratoga Springs down to North Jersey, and I um, put my house on the market. It sold within 24 hours for higher than what I put it up for, and I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, so that makes then, no then sense when they pay you more than what you're asking. Sorry? <laughs> I said that makes no sense when they pay you more than what you're asking, so that's a huge blessing. It was huge, and it just, yeah. what, I, did, I did not expect it. I thought it was priced a little bit high as it was. Yeah. So, but it, was, it really worked out, and, and, you know, I put about five years of energy into that house, and it's a beautiful house. But anyway, so they, they had a finished construction up here, so I spent three months basically meditating and reading in Pennsylvania at a family kind of like getaway house um, in the country. And then I came up here probably mid-September, and it's been crazy. I went to Norway for a week or two weeks, and it's just like I'm, every couple of weeks I'm traveling to Pennsylvania to do events or going back to North Jersey or to downstate New York by the Tappan Zee Bridge. And then as of, you know, December and January, this I started – holding smaller events around here. And, you know, a good friend of mine, um, Gina Clemente, who um, does, she's a Reiki master up here, and I had gone through my certification with her. Um, and I, I had like a month or two to do, to really just kind of relax and get used to the area. And it just, things started coming up. And then I started doing, I rented a small office, started doing like a meditation group like every other Sunday. And then I would do a, a group reading every other Sunday or one Sunday a month, and then I would travel one weekend a month. So needless to say, I mean, it's been a heck of a roller coaster ride, and the winter up here was nuts. I mean, literally <laughs> until the last couple of days, I haven't been able to, like, not wear a sweatshirt. And, like, you know, I, I know that everyone got hit pretty bad with this winter, but when I went to Oklahoma, I was like, this is great. Exactly. You know, it's so warm, and that warm breeze hits your face. You're like, oh, my God. And when I came back here, it was like 10 degrees. Snow again. And you had snow again, didn't you, a few days later? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So <laughs> um, with all that, um, 
and I am looking forward to this weekend's workshop and to getting back, and it's to the area where I grew up, so I'll be able to see, like, friends and family, um, but I'll, I'll really be looking forward to coming back, and I still have a couple of weeks of appointments when I get back, but other than that, I'm just going to do phone appointments only for May, and maybe even, and then also after the June 5th event, I'm going to a Chicago Expo um, Celebrate Your Life from the 11th to the 15th. I'm not working there. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I've mm-hmm. um, never been to Chicago, so I'm going to go. And then yeah. I don't have anything planned. i got to tell you, it feels really good. It almost feels weird because I'm so used to, like, every other weekend I'm going away or whatever. Um, and it feels really good, so maybe I need that. Yeah, no, I totally agree that, you know, it is important to – to schedule that time for ourselves. And I think we're more effective as mediums, as psychics, when, you know, we schedule our readings like certain days of the week or certain times, you know, with what resonates with us personally because I, you know, know a lot of different people that try to to read as much as they can or as many people as they can or things like that. And I'm like, you know, I, I think that we need to just, you know, check in with ourselves and see, okay, how does this feel to us? Yeah, well, I think, you know, I was telling you this the other day. When I came up here, you know, I was trying to come up with all these things that were really not in my control, but in my mind I needed some semblance of organization. Um, And that's not my forte as it is, but I really wanted to come up with, okay, because I live, you know, in the mountains, I'm a good 22 miles from Saratoga Springs. It takes me about 30 minutes, and that's without snow and without traffic. It's a good 25, 30 minutes to downtown. So, um, I was trying to figure out, okay, this is what I'll do. I need to work out. i got to drop the dog off. I need to do this. Um, you know, uh, if I want to schedule sessions, these would be the days that I would do them. And then I need to have a few free days because I really didn't know what to expect with being up here in the winter with the severity of the winters in, in the mountains in the Adirondacks in New York. So, um, you know, anyway, I was writing down all this stuff and none of it worked out. I'd be like, okay, Tuesday from 12 to 4, this is what I'll do. And then Tuesday would come at 12 to 4, I'd have, like, other things happen. So, you know, now I'm just kind of coming around full circle, and we were just talking about this. Um, And I think I'm going to do, like, Friday, like, afternoons into the evening, and then Saturdays during the day for readings, a couple, you know, maybe two or three weekends a month, instead of having to drive down to Saratoga for one or two, you know, every day or something like that. It just takes a lot of time and a lot of energy, um, and I think it's it's more efficient and more purposeful. And and I love being in that energy and being in that flow. But I also like having my freedom to do to write, to um, to read, and to you know just do other things. Um, mm-hmm. And I need to I need to be able to do that because as a medium, I feel like we're giving so much. You really have to be able to um, sit back and you know take in also. Oh, I totally agree. And, you know, giving a mention again to your Facebook page, it's facebook.com forward slash psychic medium Drew Kelly. You have been busy creating these beautiful posters that you've been sharing with your inspired thoughts and inspired images and stuff like that. So it's it's fun seeing those creations. Well, you know what's funny about it is that I was telling Shelly this. I was like, you know, because Shelly helped me set up um, the psychic medium Drew Kelly Facebook page and um you know, help me. I'm, I'm working on a new website. Everything from Constant Contact, which is an email kind of uh, application, to Facebook. Shelly really helped me get organized and set up. And um, I, was, I was telling her this morning, like, you created a monster. <laughs> because, And it's funny because I love writing, and I play a lot of music. I'll write songs, sing, blah, blah, blah. 
and I haven't done that in like six weeks. And I, you know, there's something, I get into these modes where I just want to write. And it's not like I'm writing stories or this and that. It's like these inspirational kind of guided, I don't know what I want to call them quotes, but like short bursts is what happens. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I'll sit down and I, I won't mean to write anything and I'll see this picture and I'm like, ooh, let me see if I can download that. And then I'll save that here and then, or I'll purchase something really cool and I'll put it on, you know, something to edit. And then all of a sudden I'll have some quote and then all of a sudden I'm writing a paragraph and then I'm coming up with another. And it's, it's amazing to do. It really feels natural and it feels really good um, to be able to put that out there. Because, you know, I think six months ago, I not only would have been afraid, but I would have kind of been like, who am I to even do that? And now I'm not really worried about so much what people are viewing it as. Um, it's it's kind of, it's touching the people it needs to touch. But it also makes me happy doing it. And that's mm, really and that's what it is. that's the most important, um, yes. Absolutely. And it, yeah, it inspires a- me to, to kind of be inspired. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. It's like when I get into that, it's like, oh, it just really excites me. And it's simple. It's clean. It's easy, um, you know, and when it's there, it's there. When it's not, it's definitely not. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I, if I sit down and I don't feel something come, I don't force it, you know. I, I always feel like, intuitive or not, when I, it's like when I watch someone work. I've seen people work where they do really good work, but they just don't have, I don't know if it's a charisma or a personality that magnet that magnetism that makes me want to like real like there's certain people that are in front of a room whether the mediums or not just speakers teachers whatever you want to call it, lecturers and I there's nobody else in the room except for that person and they're talking directly to me um, and it's the same thing when I read someone's posts or I read someone's art with words on it or or whatever the case is or a book I can feel that authenticity kind of running through the veins of the words. And there's a pulse that I feel when I'm pulled to something like that. And hopefully I can kind of portray that outward because that's how it feels when I'm doing these quotes and stuff. And, you know, some of them don't really get looked at. Some of them do. And it's always ironic. It's never the ones that I, I love the most. Um, <laughs> it's the ones that I'm kind of like come like out of left field. And I'm like, ah, here's three sentences. Yeah. And, those seem to, and then I'll look at them again. I'm like, really? I wrote that? So it's yeah. really fun. I'm really having a lot of fun with it. And it feels good to have fun with it. Um, you know, because I was off Facebook for so long. So I'm really having fun with it. And I'm even, you know, probably going to get back into painting and drawing a bit and maybe uh, coming up with some artwork that has words over it because I'm really inspired to do that. I really love that. that. That feels really good. And, you know, the thing is, is it is a matter of, you know, where we're at in this moment, what we're going to do. You know, some days I like to sit and write and some days I don't. And, you know, I, I think it's just tuning into that inspiration and allowing that creativity to flow, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing with music. Like, when I'm writing music, it's an amazing feeling when it comes. But when it's not there, if you force it, it's awful. Yeah. You know, I mean, it probably sounds as bad as it feels, but it's just one of those things. Like, when I'm really – and it's, it really comes back to me being present. When I'm really present and I'm in the moment and all of a sudden I pick up a pen or a pencil – um, you know, like right now, I'm doodling. I, I can't help it. And I draw these abstract things, and then words will come. And sometimes I'll even do it during readings. Like at the fair, I would do that. It just kind of takes my mind to a, a, a special place. I don't know what it is. And it's the same thing with music. Like you said, when I'm inspired, I'm in this special vibrational place. And it just it happens. Like some of the songs that I've written, I'm like, oh, my God, that's incredible. I wish someone else could take that. And I could hear all the other instruments in it. I can't convey that well 
music because I can't read it. I can just kind of play it and kind of hear it and feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, when it really works, I mean, there's nothing. I, I would say I would I would have to put when I'm really in the flow and I'm writing, singing, and playing guitar. Um, it would probably up until recently would have topped my mediumship as far as making me happy. Um, so you know, there's there's a lot of. I feel like also that ever since I was younger, since I've been playing music, particularly guitar. Um, I always felt that special connection like I do when I'm doing mediumship, but in a different way. And I didn't realize it, but I do feel like, you know, a lot of us are working with spirit in our own way. You could be an accountant. How many people you help? I, mean, I just did my taxes. And, um, you know. I actually they, have an accounting degree, yeah. But absolutely. it's funny. So everybody, no matter what we're doing, you know, because sometimes when I was running the company that I was running, when I had started, I was inspired to, you know, see other people come in and make money and be happy with the way it's working and just the fact that it was still standing after a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, those uh, those ups and downs change and the inspiration of where it comes from is still there. So, you know, I just think it's a real special thing. And I, I truly feel like for mediumship in general, I know this is a little bit out of the ballpark what we're talking about, but I feel like there's a lot of unexplored areas of inspiration still. And I don't know what they are because I feel like they're unexplored, but I feel like a lot of people tune in and I think they're just not aware. Um, so it, it would be interesting to see. Like one thing I see it with, with uh, is it Jose Madrados? Did you ever see that artwork that he does? Mm, I don't think so. He does inspired artwork. Like he goes into a trance mediumistic state and starts doing, if you look him up online, it is absolutely incredible the the images that he comes up with and when you watch his fingers are like um like he'll just take things and start messing around. it's incredible to watch there's no like rhyme or reason on how the pictures come out but the way that the, what the end result is is absolutely incredible and absolutely inspired and for some reason recently art is inspiring me you know and it's been probably like two decades since i really messed with it so it really feels good you know and it's all because of facebook how ironic is that <laughs> So you're giving credit to that. And, and you know, what what is funny is, you know, once again, as we shift, grow, change, and evolve, you know, it, what we gravitate to or what feels good in this moment, it is important just, you know, let that, let that passion arise because as we tap in and tune in, not only will that help us with our day-to-day life, but it does have a ripple effect throughout our life. And, you know, I do believe that people – reflect back to us what we may be experiencing. They may be illustrating something for us. They may be here to teach us something. You know, there's so many things that arise from that. And I think that the more that we just allow ourselves to stay in that and and just honor it, you know, without analyzing it, the the more we're going to benefit from it. I agree. I think um, I think we're all each other's mirrors. You know, and the more open I am and the more people I come into contact with, um, the more I learn. And it, it's always interesting to me that um, the more the more I know truly shows me how much I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Well, Drew, I want to just take a moment and mention a couple things I have coming up, too, and, and then I'm going to let you close the show out today. But Anthony Maraca... A wonderful psychic medium is going to be my guest next week. And then, as we mentioned before, 
you and the mediums at large will be joining us on April the 29th so we can talk about your event that you have June 5th. I also am going to be in Tulsa at Stone and Feather. I'm doing a group reading on April the 24th, and this is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then on Saturday I'm teaching my workshop, Creating the Life You Desire. Otherwise, uh, Cindy Green and I are putting together an event. This is a movement from a place that we had scheduled at, and I believe we're going to do it on May 16th, but I've got to get that absolutely confirmed. But otherwise, you can visit my website, ShellyRWilson.com. You can visit Drew's website, DrewCallie.com. And we're both on Facebook and lots of lots of good stuff. We're both here to assist you on your journey. You can find us, as I said, um, through our websites. We have our upcoming events listed. We've got lots of great information. Connect through Facebook. But also just remember, as always, that you know, although we're here to help you to remember that your journey is exclusive to you, to just allow yourself to, to do what feels right to you and to just be you. I think it's well said. I think um, so. You know, I just wanted to say, so your show's next Wednesday with Anthony? Mm-hmm, Anthony Morocco. Well, I haven't seen Anthony Morocco, is it M. Morocco or Morocco work? But yeah, i got to tell you, I get a really good feeling with him, not only by his posts on Facebook, but just by, um, you know, I, I was listening to him and uh, Justin Schmoyer do a show, and mm-hmm. the authenticity that oozes from Anthony is, is wonderful for me. And he's from my neck of the woods in North Jersey, mm-hmm. um, yes. the same vicinity. So I just, he really resonates with me. So I'm sure it's going to be a really good show. So if anyone's listening, make sure you tune in. Uh, and I know that he's doing an event, I think, coming up in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly the sure where. Yeah, him and Melissa. Um, and I, I think, you know, I, I, I always am very cautious with what I advertise or what I promote. But um, I got to say, you know, the people that continuously come out, I just have to say thank you so much. I mean, everyone that comes to these events and supports us and what we do, it's not an easy thing for us to do. It, as simple as liking us on Facebook um, or going and visiting a website or referring other people or just tuning in, I mean, to me, that's so special. Um, I, I just can't thank people enough, you know. I, I think it, it, I wouldn't be able to live this life and do what I'm doing now, which is what I love to do, if it wasn't for other people that were seeking their own spirituality. Um, so I just am very grateful for that. And, Shelley, also to you. I mean, you've opened up a lot of doors for me. And I just I think the, the overall theme, at least in the latter half of the show, we were talking about inspiration. And I think... If people can just find something, just one thing every day that inspires them, then maybe that can change the way that they behave or the way that they act towards other people, and maybe that inspires that other person. Maybe there's a small chain reaction there, but it's still a chain reaction in a positive direction, and I think that's ultimately you know, what we're here to do is inspire, um, to live, to love, to laugh, to learn. Mm-hmm. So. Um, You know, I love that saying, be you. So just keep on being you, and thanks for listening. Yeah, beautiful. Well, listeners, thanks so much for tuning in today, and we wish you much love and many blessings.